What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Starting Grid, the official podcast of the RCGP World Series, and this is the RCGP USA Preview Podcast. Joining me this in this podcast is Joseph Quagreen. What's up, Joseph? How are you? I'm okay. So, we've been here at Thunder Alley for a week, getting track ready, hanging banners, all this type of stuff. How do you feel? What are you excited? I am excited, but I kind of also wish it was over so I could just go to bed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long, uh, well, obviously it's been a lot longer for you, but it's been a long week. You know, we drove, Michael and I drove the van across America to come here and be a part of this. Uh, we've been helping somewhat in the uh, pr- preparations for the race. I'm myself and getting to see the behind the scenes, what goes into putting on one of these events. And it's a lot of work. Yeah. And now we get to enjoy it for the next uh, two days of racing. Yeah. The next two days of racing coming up. So let's take a look at who the fast guys are. Yeah, let's do that. And, and make our picks. All right. So what do we have here? The RCGP class or the RC2 class? So the RCGP class practice was run today. Ongaro fastest, Lot second, Ranafak third, Ogden fourth, Lee Martin fifth, then McBride, Mud, Cavalieri, Canas, myself, Hofer, or Offer, and Vale. So that's the RCGP class. And in my opinion, the top three isn't really a surprise. If, honestly, if I was to say someone was a surprise, and this is kind of weird, actually, to say this. But I'm a bit surprised Ongaro was on the pace and uh, top seeding. And and uh, actually, top both seeding rounds. Because I expected the other guys on this sort of super US-style, super cross-track corner speed isn't really... I mean, yes, corner speed is important, but it's not the same kind of corners, the same kind of corner speed that you can do on the more European-style tracks. This is more point-and-shoot. This is more precision jumping. I just thought that maybe Ron Falklatz, these other guys, could, you know, put it to him, but no. Yeah, I. in the beginning, he struggled, and I was like, okay, he's not going to run away with this, and then he just was like, all right, no problem. I'll do this. I got this. Yeah, and he just get it out and yeah, super solid like that previous three events. He's impressive, man. I just it's it's difficult to build beat somebody when they're on that you know, they're so high up and they're so prepared on their game, like, you know. You can only hope that he messes up and you can take advantage of it. Yeah, I always felt that Ongara wouldn't get a perfect season because of the Thunder Rally round. But now after today, I think it's actually it's actually completely possible. And probably if I was a betting man, I'd bet that he does it. You know what? I actually wouldn't bet against that. I really can't. But I'm hoping that it happens. Um, I would like to see Ronafog win or one of the Americans win. I really do. This will this will be the closest race, I think, out of all of them. The closest race for 
the win. Yeah, I because think. Lutz looked really good today. Yeah, Lutz was really solid. He was really consistent. And uh, Ronne Falk is really fast. Ronne Falk, I think, made more mistakes. He was a bit all over the place. But his results were consistently fast. Like, his lap times were good. His seating times were good. And he's good on these kind of tracks. So... The top three from seeding is really sort of my top three for the racing also. Cole Ogden is very fast, but he's more erratic, makes mistakes. I don't see him beating uh, Ongaro, Lutz, or Ronnefalk. Lee Martin, he had a good second run, but he's not really on the level of those guys, I think. McBride is, especially for a 60-minute main. But uh, it's, it's more of a sort of wild card uh, I think. And Cavalieri, he hasn't really been he hasn't really been on it in practice. He hasn't been running much eight scale either. No, so he hasn't. He came out here in practice a little bit, you know, the day we was out here. And he said he said it's all about eight scale. He's, he was seems excited, but he does seem to be having a good time. You know, you're pitting right next to him. I spent a lot of time in your pits today and he's joking, he's having fun, he looks very relaxed. And uh, that's good to see because a lot of times I see him at races, he looks super stressed and, you know, just not like he's having fun. And he, he does today. So it's, and you can never count out the GOAT, man. You can never count him out. Yeah, he gets four runs tomorrow in qualifying, as qualifying races, and then two 15-minute men. So anything's possible. But honestly, I think the top three from seeding, that's really going to be the three main guys for, for the racing action, I think. And I how about yourself? How are you feeling? I think that, I think once again, I think my practice was result-wise a lot worse than what the races are going to be. I think my car is better and I will be able to drive better than what my results were today. What's your impressions on the track? I know, I know you and, I, and this track is very super cross style. It's a, uh, it, it's not really big jumps, but there's lots of timing where you have to connect. It's like you have to really connect the dots on this track. It's a very technical track yeah. because all of the jumps are jumps that everyone can do, but it's very hard to do them precisely, downside them, whip the car sideways, land on the right position, and maintain your speed. And that means that the really skilled drivers can gain a, an advantage on all the jumps. Yeah, I mean, you had to put that piece of pipe up because guys are literally jumping across the track. Uh, yeah, cutting a corner. So yeah, the gate starts. You guys, you practice them today. How, yeah. What's your feelings on that? Uh, the first start was really good, where everyone pretty much started straight. There were no crashes on the on the start straight or the first corner. Then the first contact was, you know, after the. Second corner, there's a double, and then uh, Max and Ronnefal collided just before that jump. So the start was fine. The, f the start straight was fine. Then the second start we did, there was a problem on both gates. So I, when I accelerated, my car went left into Ogden. So we, we uh, well, we connected there. Everyone from the second gate got a decent start though you know me and Ogden just touched but it wasn't a big deal but then on the first gate there was a big crash where Lee went right off the start hit Max 
Max hit, well, Max ended up in front of Cavalieri and some other car. So there was like four cars crashed there. And then the second gate landed off, off the raised platform and collected those cars. So there was a big pileup on the second start. But that's what you get. So we had two starts. One was perfect, no contact. Second one, both gates had issues. So I think that's what we're going to see tomorrow. Also, I think the drivers will learn to adapt a bit. I think they'll, uh, th they will realize, or we will realize, that it pays to, to not really hesitate, but pay attention to what the car is doing off the start. So not just you know go full punch and close your eyes, but kind of think about the start also to get clean starts. Yeah, I think so. I mean, some of them were a little bit upset after that last start, but, you know, they're professionals. They got to man up and do it. That's yeah, all it's part of racing. To. They have started, I mean, they have uh, first corner pileups in Supercross too. Yep. It's racing. Yep. And uh, let's touch on RC2 a little bit. Well, before that, I'd yep. just like to say that, yes, of course, the drivers complain, but usually it's the driver who has, who, who has a problem something like someone gets a whole shot wins a race they don't complain next race they have an issue then they complain you know so the problem isn't the gate start necessarily the problem is what happens to which driver and so it can be a normal start too we can have a grid start someone gets run over they'll complain mm -hmm. you know it's that's just human nature yeah pretty much but the, the thing about racing this way is it's so much more exciting to watch. I only heard positive comments from people who were watching. And also a bunch of RC2 drivers saying that they want to do a gate start. They want yeah. to try it, you know? Like it's, it's not enough that just the RCGP guys do it. They want to do it too. Yeah. It should be good. Um, the, <laughs> the, the, am the, the, the atmosphere here today is, is really exciting everybody's excited um we've heard overheard people talking about how much they like the schedule and then they know they know when they can pit and all that type of stuff and you know just me walking through the pits people's just excited to be here i think i've always said we need to treat this professionally and people will take it more professional and i can i can, I can kind of see that man people are having fun but they're like yeah this is a big deal i think it's a lot of new stuff for them to get used to here because yes. I've been to many American races and, and there's, there's really no structure. Maybe they have a driver's briefing, but there's no schedule. There's no, you know, wait, track is closed. Okay, track is open, three minute warm up, all cars to the pits. Like all of these things that they are doing here and running to a schedule, everyone has the same warm up. Everyone has the same heat length. All the cars finish, they go, drive to the pits. Like everything's so structured that I think people aren't used to that. Mm -hmm. Also, because there's only one class, well, two, RCGP and RC2, everyone gets so much more track time. Yep. So they don't sit around for hours on end waiting to run, and then they get a seven-minute run. They get three-minute warm-up, six-minute uh, timed heat. They drove five times today. Mm -hmm. So every hour, what, every one and a half hours or so, you're driving yeah and i think i think all of this put together and then of course the presentation too, all the banners and all the 
you know, the Infinity and Hot Race boards on the track and the starting gate and everything looks really good. Press conference, area, backdrop, all of that stuff. So I think some people are sort of blown away a bit because they haven't experienced this before. Yeah, I mean, like, even for me, like, I've watched it and I know what it's all about, but to be here and actually witness it, it's like, wow, this is awesome. And, <clears throat> but, I mean, and we also have a, like, we, we knew that the RC2 class was going to be stacked. But I'm super impressed with the driving and the, these guys. Like, they're not too far off the pace of the yeah, RC2 they're, they're guys. basically the same pace as, what, like, eighth place on mm-hmm. in RCGP. So I think the RC2 class, I think the finals, the qualifying race, the qualifying races, and then the finals will be really exciting. Yeah, There are quite a few drivers of a similar pace. Aaron Dexter was the fastest, which was a bit surprising, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's All the way from Australia. First time ever racing in America. Yeah. Well, so I mean, he I raced he beat JBRL. Out, beat out uh, Westergaard, I think. Yeah. And other fast guys. Herzig is in there and... Who else? There's about Dylan five. Nelson, Dylan uh, Nelson, Kyle yeah. Johnson. Probably about five guys that Steve will Harris be and all these racing guys. for the win there. And these guys are all local to this track too. Well, Kyle Johnson not so much, but Steve Harris and Yeah. You know, had some impressive impressive young kids from NorCal, I believe, Jermaine Robinson. Yeah, Cole Jensen also. Yeah. So seeding in R C two was Dexter, Westergaard, Jensen. Harris, Robinson, Nelson was six, Herzig seven. Yeah. Very close in times down to eighth place, eighth, ninth place. Camden Lyme in 10th, Ryan Pavidis in 11th. Yeah, I think the RC2 main is going to be stacked. I just think this, all the racing, like the semis are going to be great. And they have an LCQ, correct? They do, yeah. Yeah, so that should be good. Really good, really good. So going into tomorrow, uh, we have an early start at 8 o'clock. Tomorrow will be the longest day. Uh, Streaming starts at 10.25, I believe, on YouTube for RC2. They will miss, I think they missed the first round of qualifier for RC2. I'm not sure. Yeah, they missed the first round. Yeah, and then it goes directly, the first, excuse me, the stream will start with RCGP. Uh, first qualifier, Q1. Uh, what's your strategy going in tomorrow, Joseph? What are you thinking right now? What's on your brain? Uh, I'm trying trying a few setup things on my car in qualifying. And then I think, then I hope that I can keep my car the same from, let's say, Q3 or Q4 tomorrow throughout the event. Okay. Maybe only small changes to shock oil or camber or tow in, something like that. Okay. Uh, do you have anything to add before we uh, sign off here? And um, well, I'm not really. Except, I'm curious to see how the gate starts and the inverted grid, where the 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 first to sixth place in a race they start on the second grid. Uh, just curious. In the next race, uh, and then the uh, seventh to twelfth place mm-hmm. they start on the first grid. So that's going to make the the qualifying races tomorrow are really exciting. So not only is the start exciting, but then the race also, because the fast guys need to get past those slower guys, you know, to to win the race. And I think on this track, it it's going to produce some 
exceptional racing and nice, you know, overtaking maneuvers over the jumps. And, yeah, it's going to be special. Uh, just a quick question for confirmation. So when the guys get to pick where they start on the, gr- on the gate, correct? Yeah. So they get to pick where they start, but position one to six, they must pick a position on the first gate. Oh, uh, okay. So there can't be any sort of team play where you leave a spot open for a teammate. That's smart. I mean, even somebody might th- think it's strategic to start from the back. Somebody might think it's better, you know, but you can't do that. So there has to be some rules. Alrighty. Well, another, uh, just a, a quick preview before qualifying starts tomorrow. Let's do our picks. Let's do our picks. Okay. Um, man, it's really difficult not to say Ongaro, but it's not that I don't want him to win. I just want to see somebody else win. I, I really think it's Rana Falk or Lutz who can win. And I think you'll see Ongaro either po- Ongaro is either going to win. I don't know. I, I can't really say. I, I okay, I, I'll give you my picks. I think Saturday will be Ongaro, Ronne Falk, Lutz. And Sunday will be Ongaro again. Perfect you think season. he's just going to sweep yeah, it? Yeah, I think he'll get a perfect season. And then it will be Ronne Falk again in second and McBride in third. You know, I'm going to play devil's advocate here and I'm going to say Ronne Falk, Lutz, Ongaro. Saturday. Saturday. And Sunday... Man, I honestly think Lutz can do it. Longer man, he's he's got that tire game down. Um, he plays that long game, but I think Ronafalk is super hungry right now. He really, it's like it's maybe his last eight scale race for the year, and he's like, I want to get that big win. But I can, it's, it's just so difficult to count out on Garu. It is. It really is. Like I it. Like, if I was betting money on this, I would not, like, bet against Ongaru. Well, so who's your picks? Man, it's got to be. I, it's who I want. So I want I want an American to win. So I want Lutz to win, Rana Falk, Ongaru. I wouldn't be upset. I would I would be just as elated if Rana Falk won, though. So what were your Saturday picks? I said Lutz, Rana Falk, Ongaru. Both days? Yeah. I'm going with that, yeah. Both days, same yeah. party. Okay. I mean, I've been wrong. Okay, and where do I different. finish? Well, I'll tell you what. Max has shown some... Okay, first of all, does Bat Max beat me? I think this is the race that he beat you. Both days? I, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Well, what do you think? I think you'll get him in one of the 15-minute mains. I think Max beats me... I think Max beats me Saturday. I beat him Sunday. I, you know, I, I think I think you can too. I wouldn't bet you, bet against you on Sunday because I think you can come in a little bit more prepared. But I, I I just think that Max is having fun here. He's liking the track. You look good early on today. I I think I finished ninth on Saturday and seventh on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. What about points? Points. Yeah. I'm gonna beat those guys who didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Confidence. Confidence is key. You're full mm. of it. So, you know. Yeah. My car's going to be good. Good stuff. Just change some stuff. So. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, we got to sign out. It's late. And uh, we got to get home and get some sleep. So tune in tomorrow, 1025, on YouTube, on Facebook and YouTube for the first RCGP podcast.